Welcome to Spirit School. My name is Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. I am the host of your Spirit School, where I will share all the lessons and learnings that I have uncovered through my intuitive development and mediumship development journey. I am a professional psychic and medium and intuitive teacher and mentor, and I look forward to walking alongside you on this journey. Welcome back to Spirit School. I am so excited today to bring you another interview with a fellow medium. He goes by Jonathan the Medium on Instagram. This is how I discovered him. I follow hashtags. The other people on YouTube, you'll be able to see him. We're both sitting here in midsummer, just like sweating. And for the sake of sound quality, have like the windows closed. <laughs> everything just to, yeah, so we're going to be hot here, but it's all good. Um, so I follow a bunch of hashtags. That's how I spend most of my time on Instagram. It's not necessarily following people. I'm following hashtags that I really like. And I found Jonathan late last year through a hashtag and have been following him for a long time and just really loved his energy. Like you can't get more real. You can't get more energetic. You can't get more inspiring. So I've been following you for a long time. You have a beautiful segment in your Instagram stories called Ask Jonathan. So I popped on there. I said, Hey, will you come on my podcast? <laughs> you're like, yeah. So I'm going to hand it over to you, Jonathan, introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what you do, how you serve the world. And yeah, let's get to know you better. All right. Well, hey, everybody. And again, thank you so much for just inviting me on this show. Thank you so, so much. Um, I'm Jonathan. So, you know, obviously I'm a medium. Um, but you know what's crazy about me? I really don't even like titles and stuff like like too much. Like, you know, for me, I honestly just always tell people like I'm a I'm a vessel, you know, a vessel for God's truth. You know, I don't a lot of times I don't say like light. I just say truth because my, my job is just to give people what God gives me. So I'm also a life coach. So I went to school for coaching i went to school for psychology so i and i'm still in school i'm gonna break right now though but i'm still in school so i'm still just working towards like like different things like personal goals but my work is all about helping other people transform and step into who they're like who they were born to be um so my whole like everything that i do is about alignment it's about god but it's about like just helping you own your purpose own your power and just just i don't know know who you are and say fuck the world i mean screw the world screw the world Good world. No, I love that. And this is actually a really cool place to start because this was one of the Instagram questions that came and I put it out to my audience. Like, what would you ask Jonathan if you had an hour of his time? And so I got a pretty good, a couple pretty good questions I'll, I'll push to you, but I, I didn't think we were going here, but I want to go here first. So what do you define our life purpose? Like, what do you think we're doing in this crazy zoo called life? <laughs> What's our purpose no, here? It's, the crazy thing is, like, even though, like, Tom is, you talking about with Corona and everything, Trump and all of that, because you're in, where are you? We're in Canada. Oh, okay. You, yes, you blessed. And <laughs> highly favored. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. So, I mean, for me personally, you know, I do always look at the, 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 the bigger picture, right? So I always pay attention to that. So I, I really pay attention to, you know, how things are occurring in the world right now. And of course, I don't like people that like are dying and stuff. But then I also understand, you know, you know, soul growth and soul development and, and just, just our purpose. Right now, I think we're in a time where people need to get back to themselves. Like mm -hmm. people need to start honoring the, the innate, the internal world. They need to honor their families. They need to honor the things that actually matter. So we're really learning through this time what's important and what's not. Before we just like literally destroy the world. You know what I'm saying? I think this is actually a, a time where the universe is like, you know what? I need y'all to chill so we can heal and then we'll get back to y'all doing whatever it is y'all want to do. So for me, it's more of a time of just like, like reflection, like relaxing. Like for me, you know, there was a, a period of time where I was like 
so depressed and so down. Last year was probably one of the best years, like business-wise, like opportunities. But I was so depressed last year. It, it was crazy. But I always had to come on live. And, oh, my God. Everything is great. And I'm like, that's my, I hate ugh, that, right? Yeah. But when all this stuff, like, 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 showed up or began to show up and, and start, especially towards the beginning of the year, that was actually my opportunity to start really sitting with myself again versus sitting with everybody else's spirit versus helping everybody else. That was actually the first time in probably three or four years where I actually got to ask myself, what is it that I want? Yeah. And, and I seen you mention that on your stories before. So I would love to know more about what you were traveling for. Cause I know that you were traveling a lot and you mentioned that. And honestly, 2020 for me has been one of the best years of my life. I went full time into this work. Like I feel like I'm living my purpose to me. Purpose is all about joy. I mean, if we can come here and experience yeah. joy, like we've nailed it. Right. So like literally what lights you up, what excites you, how can you, you know, create your life, co-create your life in a way that, yeah, more of that, please more of yeah. that right oh yes very cool so so you mentioned that you were really busy traveling last year were you doing like mediumship readings or are you keynote speaking so it's mostly so with me i have a, a mentorship group that i have or it's more so i have a group that's called the inner circle so it's individuals that i've been working with like it's it started off as i was doing coaching but it was so crazy because nobody really would give me a chance for coaching at first right but everybody wanted readings yeah. so i started this little group like three years ago and it, it took a long time for it to, to, to take off. But once I kind of like built it up, built the group up and I started like having different people around the country and in different places, I would start going to them, traveling to them. I would work with them in person sometimes. Sometimes I have to go places and do events. So I had started doing private events for a while. So I would go and just do like, I'm trying to think if I want to say this part. I don't, I don't care. I'm going to say it. I used to have to go sometimes for and, and work with executives, but I would act like I was their assistant and I was really just there just reading and helping them throughout that day. So I was mix, mixing the different things as far as different modalities of, of coaching, of reading, and just, you know, empowering them to be better and fire certain people. That's all. <laughs> love it fire them hey our line of work like i know of some psychics that work with bigger corporations like they actually bigger corporations actually do hire people with our abilities to try to like i guess like as i spent a long time in corporate i spent eight years in corporate and i did really well in it but it really does kind of pull away from your intuition where it's just like you're just told what to do so i can imagine in the corporate world a lot of people have lost touch with their intuition or second guess it because their mind battles are hard so somebody like you coming in or me that'd be really beneficial for them right and i love that about the inner circle because i just I launched my first membership that starts on Saturday. And so it's like growing. And so I'm yes. really excited. But um, yeah, so you found success, like, and we're putting in air quotes, like you found what you were looking for. And then when you got there, you're like, okay, it's not this. Oh my God. Cool. Well, yes. I'm going to tell you, when I started, um, when I really started making money, so let's just put it like this. At a certain age, I had already crossed over a certain threshold. So I had probably 24, I'm 31 now, I'm about to be 32, but at probably 24, 25, I'd already started making like a certain amount, like a lot. And I was like, I was already confused. But on the last couple of years, it's been crazy. 
and honestly, I, I haven't had examples of, of, of success or, or I haven't had healthy examples of success. So once I started to, you know, get certain things and I started to be around certain people and just whatever, everything just started going crazy. My, my, my friends or people that was around me, family, everybody's like, oh, my God, I need this. I need this because they put you up here now and they forget you the person. Um, so last year I was pulled on so much. So when I was at the place of like, oh my God, I, 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 I might've made it now. I, it, no, no. I was so damn depressed. Can you cuss? Can we cuss on here? You can cuss on here. I oh, swear okay. like a trucker. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I realized that I was never chasing money. I was chasing peace. And once I really was able to identify that, that's when I actually had to really start doing more internal work on myself because that's why I kind of, I stopped. And I always tell my people, I always tell them, look, there's a big difference between being spiritual and being gifted. You know, there are some people that are extremely gifted, but they don't have no type of spiritual source. They're not trying to work on themselves. They're not trying to develop themselves. They're not really trying to stay in that lane or find it. They're just trying to, oh my God, I see this about you. I see that. And it's like, okay, whatever. But then you have some people that are spiritual that are, that are very connected. To themselves and their purpose but they don't really see stuff they just have intuitive nudges so for me i was honestly i was a very gifted person but i wasn't really exercising and fully applying my my, my spiritual nature you know so it was my grandmother that kind of kept me focused on that and once my grandmother passed away when i was like 26 years old that kind of left for me so i had to really like i had to relearn everything over again you know um but yeah I learned that big time last year. And what really, it really honestly started for me in 2018, but it really got crazy in, in 19. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And Jim Carrey has this quote that I totally resonate with me where he says, you know, I wish everyone would just like get rich already so that they can discover that this isn't actually it. This isn't yeah. actually what you're looking for. And that kept me in corporate for such a long time because I was like, well, I'm almost at the six figure mark. I'm almost at the six figure mark. And then when I got there, I was just like, I'm so unhappy. <laughs> like, I'm so unhappy. And then yeah. even in my business, I find like, you know, I've, I've been very successful. I've only been full time for a few months, but I've well surpassed what I made in corporate. And I find- Come on, I, Air 5, let's celebrate that. Air 5. Air 5. Yes. <laughs> but I've been doing this on the side for six years. So I've been yes. building. But I found that like, I actually nailed it just like last week. So I have a business coach where I'm like, you know what, when I get the money, it doesn't excite me. When I create the thing that gets me the eventual outcome, which is money, that's what excites me. It's almost like when the money comes in, I get sad because I'm like, it's over. <laughs> now I want to create something else. And so it actually took me reaching that point as well, like burnout. It's like, what am I chasing here? And like, why am I like living in purpose, but I'm still feeling like out of alignment. And I realized it was actually like the creating that I like the creating of the stuff and the program and the offering and the, I like the creating it's, it's yeah. excites me. Right. And that's key. And that's, and I, I'm like that too. Like I love making videos. I love doing like, like certain things. Sometimes like I love working for God too. And that's why I, I, I stay in this in this work right because honestly there was a point in time like when i was younger i was super depressed and, and suicidal so i was always had this this thing right um and it was my spirituality or it was my connection with god my connection with my ancestors and and and, and, and certain individuals at that time that really saved my life mm -hmm. and I, I remember like 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 telling god like okay if i actually do make it through i'm gonna do what it is you want me to do i now i didn't think it was gonna be this 
I ain't go front. I was hoping that now at that point, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be rich. I'm gonna be a philanthropist. I could give money. That's it. You know, I wasn't thinking, oh, you, yeah, anyway. So <laughs> for me, that's, um, yeah, that was that. I love that. I love yeah. the creation, you know, and I love seeing people like do well. Like, I love seeing other people be like, yo, I, I, I didn't know I could do this, but now I actually can. Yo, I, I never heard from God, but now I hear from God. Yo, I never heard from my spirits, but now I hear from spirit, but I'll also see the results in their life and them actually doing what it is that they, you know, say they want to do what they've been envisioning. That's, that's my love. That's what like kind of sets it off for me on the inside. Yeah. And, and you can see that that completely translates in how you show up online too. And that's why I loved you. And I was just like, I need to talk to Jonathan because I just knew getting you in front of me. I'm like, you're the exact same person I see on Instagram. And I just see you um, just wanting the best for other people and promoting other people. Because I noticed in this industry too, it's like, it's very competitive. And I'm like, there's no scarcity in this industry, right? I remember Tony Stockwell, I studied under him once and he said, there's enough dead people to go around. <laughs> like, don't cut each other down over this, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I love too because you talked on your Instagram recently too about like you have friends who are just not into this kind of stuff too, right? Like you have relationships with people who are not spiritual in air quotes. And like, how do you manage those relationships? Oh, those are my best ones. I love them. <laughs> they are because they don't ask me nothing. <laughs> so, um, you know, a lot of my friends that are honestly around me are very like, like, like analytical. So there, you know, I have some friends that are, you know, in the entertainment field. I have some people that are the medical doctors, lawyer friends. I got, you know, they, they keep me on my toes, you know. Um, honestly, I don't really like to be around too many spiritual um, types of individuals, honestly, um, because I don't like to get lost in that world. You know, I, my grandmother taught me at a young age, like, we're meant to get these downloads and we're meant to get this information to use it and to apply it in this physical realm. Um, and that's honestly what made me go back to school for coaching and what made me go back to school for psychology and other things is because I, it was like, okay, I'm hearing all of this stuff, but I really want to know how can I help individuals apply it? Because I, I felt like, you know, I was just a window shopper. I'm able to be like, oh yeah, get this. Okay, get that. But now I want to help you really incorporate it in your life because I don't really care about that side. You know what I'm saying? That's the truth. I don't really care about that side, but I really love helping people learn how to use it to apply it to their life so they can change it themselves. You know, so it's kind of like in a Bible, yeah, I'm gonna go off the Bible, but it was like, you know, teach a man the fish and he'll eat for a lifetime, but give him a fish and he'll eat for a day. So yeah, I hope I, I love I, that, Jonathan. And I'm the same. And we kind of joked around before we came on air, but like, I think that's kind of like the shift we're seeing in mediumship because some people come to us and give us all their power. They're like, tell me what to do with my life. Do I leave this person? Do I quit this job? Do I sell this house? Do I get this operation? And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, I don't have so much interest in telling you what to do with your life, but I want to get to the bottom of why you want to give me all your power, right? Like, let's get to the root problem here and figure out like who took your power away and like, why don't you feel confident? to listen to your own intuition and I see more and more light workers like us kind of like delving more into that coaching work more into the like let's get to the source let's get to the real meat of like what's going on here so it's validating for me and I actually since I got clearer on the way that I like to work for spirit I don't track so much of that anymore luckily right and I love that you talk about God and I, I, that's one thing I really wanted to talk to you about on here because I didn't grow up with like a religion per se. I was really obsessed with church. I would go to churches and collect Bibles. Like I think there was like a calling for spirituality in my life, but as like a kid, not having parents who were religious in any way. 
very faithful, very spiritual. Um, I love how easily and how accessible you, you make our creator and you make God. And so was that your grandmother's influence? Is that, has it kept you grounded in your path as well? Honestly, you know, it honestly kept me grounded in my path. Honestly, depression, sadness, confusion, uh, molestation, all types of crazy stuff, right? Um, because, you know, my childhood was so crazy. So I had to hit rock bottom before I really could, like, even really experience a breakthrough or experience God or experience myself. Um, my grandmother definitely was, like, big. But my father's side was super religious, like, super super like just crazy religious my mother's side they were all heathens so it was cool right so i had the mixture of both worlds so it was like the real real spiritual religious people and then the ones that don't care about nothing um that's honestly what kept me balanced because i had both sides um when i was younger i was like i was raised in charlotte north carolina so born and raised there and that's known as the bible belt so everybody is christian 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 right and when i was younger and saying i wanted to do like spiritual stuff i'm reading people i'm talking to people everybody was like against it it was so hush hush um but i don't know i just honestly i remember being 14 years old and i remember just talking to God like, yo, I need you to like show me something. I need you to help me. You know, I need to understand like, what's my purpose? What's my path? Like, cause I don't want to be here. Like I'm ready to go, you know, and I'm ready to leave. And I remember researching how I could like take myself out sometimes. And it was just like a, a crazy time. And honestly, it is something one day, something just came over me and it was like, follow God, you know, follow the truth and, and, and really begin to learn, you know? So I literally started to study everything. So, you know, while my friends wanted to go out and party or they wanted to go play basketball, they wanted to do certain things. I just started to go to bookstores and I just started to read, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, and honestly, the relationship grew over time. You know, it, it grew through the process of me having to learn, like God is not tradition. You know, God is something so separate and, and it's your own personal relationship. So I don't fall to any tradition. You know, I just fall to, because I, I always tell people, I say, once you have an experience with God, there's nobody can change your mind. You know, an experience is different from a teaching or a dogma. You know, and this tradition says this is how you have to, to be and this is how you have to live, but you need to be a part of something that's going to free you so that you can actually think for yourself. Because if you truly believe Jesus died for your sins, so my grandmother used to always tell me this story. She used to say, if I was at, and if we were in line at, at, the, at the grocery store and I, paid, and I paid for your groceries, what would you do? And I'd be like, I guess take them home and go do whatever, right? And she was like, yes. So if Jesus already paid for your sins, it's your job. He already did his job. It is your job now to go into the world and to share the good news and to be the best person that you can be and make this world a better place than how you found it. So my life is really is, is based off of, that's really my religion right there, what she told me, right? <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. I have goosebumps. I'm like, I love that. It took me so much later in life to kind of like realize that was the magic sauce of life, to be honest with you. It is. So I love that. So what books were really um, instrumental for you to kind of transition out of that headspace into your path? It really, I don't know if it was a book versus, you know, just kind of like me per se, like, like just leaving everything behind and, and me choosing to, to like learn about different cultures. Meaning like I would go to a Buddhist temple. I would go to a Muslim temple. I would go to like just different things. Right. Because I was like, I have to like try to 
find a way to infuse myself because coming from Charlotte, Charlotte was, especially at that time, it was so black and white. So it was the black people stayed with the black people and the white people stayed with the white people, right? And everything I was into, everybody be like, that's the white people stuff, you know? So it's kind of like, uh, um, I don't know. I, I literally remember being 14 years old and my mother would take me to a church and she would just drop me off and wait outside. <laughs> <laughs> so she'd be like, I don't know what type of church this is. And it was like a non-denominational, but it was a spiritual church. And she would just wait outside and, and, and stuff over a period of time. But I, I remember going in there and those people like embracing me. Mm-hmm. And they really taught me that I'm not my skin color. I, you know, I'm not my skin. I'm not whatever. That I'm, I am a spirit. And I'm multidimensional. I'm a multidimensional being. So mm-hmm. at that point, I remember signing up probably like 15. I remember signing up for this meditation class. And I went through this whole meditation thing. I, honestly, I forgot the name of the book. I have to let you know. But when I read that book, it really just taught me how to go in and to begin to tap in into my higher self, into my, my spiritual team, my guys. Because even before that, I was doing like readings and doing stuff, but I didn't really know what it was. It just was coming. You know, at one point in my life, I just thought I was super smart. I was like, oh, you're just so smart. You're just this. But my test and the failure of my seventh, of seventh grade let me know that I wasn't as smart <laughs> as I thought I was. <laughs> but... Um, so I'm trying to think of like any books and stuff. The Bible was big. Um, and what version did you read? Because I'm looking for a version to read. Oh, any version? You, you do the Message Bible. That wasn't like big back then, but the Message Bible is good. Um, King James probably was what I was reading. Um, but they, um, when I was going to that church, they had a, because it was a unity church. Mm-hmm. So they actually had a metaphysical Bible. So you actually can look up unity and look up metaphysical Bible. That helps me because I've, um, so I had a very similar experience as a kid. Like I was like the weird kid for one, I was very entrepreneurial. I was the weird kid on weekends. I was like washing cars, like mowing people's lawns. I'm like, how can I get some money? Right? Like (laughs) I got to get to Disneyland. How can I make money? So, and I did it. Yes. Okay. (laughs) We did end up going to Disneyland, but, um, you know, and I was like, always like, I went to Jehovah church with my friend. That was kind of the scariest experience I had. I was there and they told me I was serving Satan. If I wasn't serving, them because I asked them, can I have a Bible? Can I take one home? And I ended up going to like, you know, Bible camp and like the church down the street had Wednesday dinners. And I think like, I was just like, always just called to be spiritually curious. And it sounds like you have like a very similar calling. Um, and I had, you know, the judgment of like, oh, everyone thinks I'm weird. Like even going into college, I wanted to study theology. And I remember calling around to different universities saying, like, do you teach it from like a non-Christian lens? Because I really wanted a completely unbiased theology study and there was no such thing. I was like, did Christians like create theology? (laughs) I couldn't find anything. So, and then I also find, you know, because I study mediumship really in depth. I love mediumship. I love studying other mediums. It seems like we all have kind of similar trademarks where we have very rough upbringings. We have very like confusing teenage years, feeling disconnected and connected, love, hate relationship with the body. Um, and, we all, I call it a colorful life. I'm like, you know, we mediums, we just need to have a well-lived life. We need a whole world of references to call upon where we're called to serve. And it sounds like we have a very similar path there together. And I love your mom just like dropping off into church. Like, all right, oh, yeah. I'm just going to sit out here and make sure you don't get like scooped up somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she would do that. She would take me to the bookstore. She would not go in. I, she would, but I'm grateful for her. 
You know, I, I am. And I, and I always tell people, like, a lot of times those of us who are gifted and that, that, that do this work, I always know who I want to work with and who I want to help. Because most of the time, if you're like, oh, my God, I need to learn. I need to learn. I'm like, mm, no. Because a lot of the people that I do know, their gifts were born out of tragedy. They were born out of trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, it was born out of some type of pain. It wasn't necessarily born out of love. It was born out of seeking for something deeper than what life was actually giving them or what they were actually seeing. So for me, when I think about not even mediumship, because the other side of me too, where people would be like, it's a different type of feeling is because I also was trained. I technically was trained prophetically. I was never trained um, medium, mediumistically, like, right? And I used to do these lines in churches and I would like give these prophetic messages and stuff as, as, a, as a kid. And, but then it started changing as I started getting older. And I would do like, oh yeah, God is telling you dot, 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 dot. But you got, somebody died. I think there's a woman that's here and they hated that. That was like, oh, that was the devil. You know, <laughs> that wasn't good. So that's really when my journey started because it was like, y'all telling me it's not God. Y'all telling me to pray my gift away. You're telling me to do all these different things. But now it's like, you're telling me that what I'm doing is not good, except what I can give you and what you want. You know, within the border that you give me. Yes. So I literally had to get like, 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 like start just praying and just that's why every time I do something, I pray, you know, because that's my way of saying, God, I'm surrendering to you. God, I'm giving this to you because it's, it's to remind myself, don't take nothing for granted, because people literally tried to make me think I was crazy. And I honestly ended up going to a psychiatrist and psychologist. But luckily, the psychologist was like, oh, okay, cool. I got all these notes and stuff, so we're trying to figure out what to do with you. He was like, read me. If you see stuff, you feel stuff, tell me what you see. And I did it. And he said, you're not crazy. You're just very gifted. Wow. And he said, you're very aware of yourself. But he said, but I am going to write you out of your classes, and I'm going to put you in a smaller class because you can't feel. And then afterwards, he said, oh, I went to a reader last week, and you gave me more information than her. <laughs> so, and I was, I, was, I was a kid, you know. And what blessed me honestly was the school and the environment that I was in because it ended up being like I went to an art school so and I was in there for like for singing and for like just other little things right I ended up reading because it was like probably my graduating class was like 90 people Mm -hmm. so I ended up reading like people in my school and the, the principals the teachers and stuff so they all became very protective over me and it came, it got to a point where people would like start telling like their family members and their family members would come for lunch breaks and would come for like just all these different things. At that point in my life, that's when I was like, yo, you got to find God because everybody is telling you one thing, but then people are coming to you. They want to see you. They want to talk to you. But then they're telling people that they don't want to talk to you because they don't want people to know what they're doing. So right now, the only choice that you have is to stop or find God and figure out what is it that God wants you to do. So when I went to that church and I went to these different places, that's when I just like, like started to learn about meditation and going in to myself to really like, like, like tap in. Then later on, I started to read certain books and I started to do certain things to just start making sense of what I had already felt on the inside. That's so fascinating. What a journey. I've never heard anything like that. Like to have such like a a supportive, especially as a teenager when, you know, everything's kind of like mysterious to us as teenagers. We're confused about who we are, like what we're doing. I don't, I don't want to relive my teenage years for the life of me. (laughs) 
But you had like a really good support system and how cool that your, your counselor gave you the experience to be able to tap into that. And one of the things that you said on one of your stories that, um, again, it was kind of cool for me to hear was that you did like free readings for years before you even considered like making any monetary exchanges on it. So what was that like for you? And when did you start to feel the imbalance? Mm, probably when I started really having bills. That's probably when I started to feel it. it was like, hold on, I got bills and y'all want me to do this? Um, <laughs> um, now, you know what was crazy? Um, so when I was younger, when I, whenever I would do it, people would just always give me money, honestly. So it was like like crazy. So I was like, what, 13, 14? So it wasn't like, I don't know how many years ago. So probably like, shoot, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, People would just give me money. They'd be like, oh my God, that was right. Here's $100. I was like, what? You <laughs> Okay, you know, you know, everybody else got a little summer jobs making $100, you know, a month and people just handed me stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know when the shift came. It actually came through one of my friends because I wasn't thinking about doing this professionally. Like that wasn't my, my thing, honestly. Um, I Really, when I started doing more stuff, I just wanted to figure out what was going on with me because it got to a certain um, point in my life that I couldn't even be around a bunch of people. I couldn't like, I just, certain things that I could do, I couldn't do anymore. Right. Um, so I started looking into more stuff. Um, then what I realized is that when I used the gift and when I burnt the energy, then I felt calm. I felt good. So then I found ways to just, just to start doing stuff. Right. Um, so I used to go to a Reiki circle. So it was like a Reiki share, but I would only go there just to do readings on the people. So I'd be like the, the, the Horace, he had did, uh, he had, he would like show me like, okay, this is this chakra, this is this energy. Now, what do you see? And so I just would do that, you know, then people started to invite me to their house. And then I was blessed because like some of the first people that I, I literally started to work with were like executives. They was like, you know, bank executives, like home, uh, different places, executives. And so they started to bring me into their, their house. And, and it honestly, it was like an entertainment type thing at first. But then the people would be like, hold on, you telling me some real stuff that's actually really happening, you know? And it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. So then it just kind of grew from there. Um, I don't know when I actually started charging, honestly. I probably didn't start charging until like I was like officially saying, this is my fee. I probably was like 19 or 20. Wow. Um, at that point, I think I was charging like, That is so, that's such a cool story. Like I'm just so fascinated right now. Like spirit obviously aligned it so that the right people crossed your path at like the exact right time. Like that is so cool. So did you, so one of the things that maybe because I discovered my abilities much later in life, like I was 31, I've always been interested in mediumship and spirituality, but I never in a million years thought I would be a working medium. It was not my realm of potential, right? Like I just Mm -hmm. didn't see that for myself, but, um, I don't know if it was because I was later in life and I noticed with a lot of the clients that I work with, like they come through this ability with mediumship where um, there's insecurities. Like, it's like, I'm not good enough. I'm not as good as like, did you ever have any of that as part of your development path? Once I started to take it serious. Yes. Okay. Um, Cause I just started feeling like what's wrong with me. Like I'm different. So it's kind of like, you know, when you see everybody else and how everybody else is, is doing things, um, Actually, let me tell you this story. I can't say the name, but I will say this. There was a, a, a well-known um, psychic medium that had heard about me and had flew down to Charlotte when I was doing something. 
And when they flew down, they had, um, basically, long story short, they wanted to take me up under their wing. Mm-hmm. Um, they was known, so they worked with a lot of celebrities, did a lot of stuff, which they actually opened me up to a lot of stuff. So I have to say that, but they was just so damn controlling. But anyway, um, <laughs> when they, 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 they kind of taught me the, the, the ropes, you know, to, to a certain degree, right? Um, what was the question again? Because now I'm blocking it, because now I just went back to... Now I want to hear this story. <laughs> I'm like, oh. So it was connected to the story. So what was your question again? I'm so bad. I was just worried about like if you if you overcame fear of like not feeling good enough, not comparing yourself to like other mediums or feeling scared to do this work, right? Yeah, so that's why I was going to the story. You know, see trauma is still there, right? That's <laughs> I'm trying to push this out I'm of my mind. Of a mentor but, too, it's all good. Oh my god. But so she's a she was amazing. She was amazing. But honestly, beforehand, I just was me. So I really didn't put much pressure on it. But that's what kind of what started my my insecurity on my path of insecurity because she was amazing. <laughs> she was amazing. But she would always make me feel less than. Mm. You could have did this better. You could have did this. And at this point, she had the connections. She had the money. She had the fame. She she had a lot of different things. And it was it was a well, you know, this is not normally a part of your culture, but you have something special and I want to help you with this and that. It was some crazy stuff. So that did break me down. So I always had that undertone of I'm not good enough. You know, um, something is wrong with me. But again, she's actually the one that started to make me think there's a possibility I can do this, you know, for the rest of my life. Um, But I always wanted to go beyond like just mediumship. That's why I don't really like, I have Jonathan the medium, but it's like, me is is more so helping you really define and connect to you more so because that's just that's just my thing right but so yeah i've faced all of that every last emotion i still faced it you know people see me and they and i'm uh uh and that's why i love my friends so much because they're realists they'll be like okay that was a good reading you did good and they'll be like nah you was crappy you was holding back you should have did this and they don't care you know what i'm saying they just tell me um but I still face like like that of like feeling like, man, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I shouldn't. But then I'll go back to the place and just say, okay, God, I trust you. And God will send me something or my spirits will send me something that'll show me like, okay, no, you're on the right path. Yeah. I love that. Good, good. Okay. Thank you for sharing that story. I'm sitting here like, who was it? No kidding. I'll ask yeah, you no, off like, <laughs> yeah, what You know, really, that's what started happening. I started realizing what I was saying. That was like, oh God. Ooh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's all good. And I mean, I don't edit my podcast very much, but if you need me to edit, I can. No, it's fine. Um, but I love it. So thank you for sharing that because I'm always, um, when you see somebody, you're like, wow, they're so confident. And I know people say that about me too. They're like, she's so confident. I'm like, really? I'm like, cause I overcome like a lot of fear every single time. But I think you're right. When I was doing it for free, I did it for free for three years. And I, I had this like crazy goal of doing 150 practice readings before I even yeah. considered charging anyone. I didn't know it would take me three years, but yeah. I'm stubborn as hell. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take three years. Yeah. Um, and then once I started actually charging, I was like, well, this is a whole nother game. I was like, because now there's expectations on the table, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, as you increase, 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 it's like... Yeah, it, it gets there, but I love that's that. The, that's the scariest thing. When you charge, like, that's what I think people don't understand, you know, especially if they're not doing this work, that we put more pressure on ourselves the more we charge. So, right. you know, and it's and we have to do more work, and we have to do more soul work, and we have to, you know, go and get more help, not necessarily more training, but more, <laughs> for me at least, a therapist, right? And, yeah. and my own personal coach. 
But yeah, that, that honestly, yes. When I started charging more, that started making me be like, oh my God, like one of my celebrity friends that came to my house, like maybe a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, and she was like, you need to, it's time to up your price. And I was saying, no, I don't want to up my price because you know, you got money, you could do this, but I want to make sure I'm accessible to everyone. Right. But honestly, that was the best advice ever. I am so grateful. I, I, I am, yes. So, yes. Yeah. And I found that there was a different clientele that I was attracting at every price level. And so I moved through some prices really quickly. Like here's my price level journey over the past seven years. It's been 20, 40, 60, 75, 90, 111, 150, 189, and now I'm 200. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, it's just crazy going up but it's like at where i'm at now like i've have people make comments like oh you should be more you should be more but i'm like with the, the people i'm attracting at this price is like so like my soul clients i'm just like i love the clients that i'm attracting at this price and the currency that i value the most is time so as long as i can you know coming from corporate you know 60 hour weeks commuting um i just want to work under 20 hours a week i'm like that is my life goal and like whatever i can do to work under 20 hours a week i am thriving successful right mm -hmm. so <laughs> I, like I love that though because you know that's what i love about you is like you can feel your peace when you you talk and when you give like like when you just like speaking so people need to pay you more than 200 dollars to have that peace so God <laughs> Yes. <laughs> air five, air five. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll add that too. Cause I always tell people you get clear, confident and connected working with me, but I'm going to add peace on there too. So <laughs> you need that peace because you know, that's, that's the thing that I think is, is so important is that, and I always tell my people this, everybody has a signature. You know, some people have the signature of trust. Some people have a signature of joy. Some people have a signature of balance. Some people have a signature that you just trust them and you don't know why. You know, so that's really what we're giving to people that they're, 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 they're plugging into what we have and we're giving them the confirmation, but it's our energy and the work that we have done that really transforms people more so than just like, oh my God, they're telling me something. No, it's the work that we have put into it that now allows you to see, yeah. you know? But it's up to you to, to make the choice to actually do what needs to be done. So, no, you deserve it. I foresee even more. So, good job. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. So, one more question before I go into the Instagram questions, if you don't mind. And I was very fascinated about this because you made this comment about having a TV show. And so, is there going to be Jonathan the Medium on TV? And, like, what is that path going to be for you? I could see you on TV. Oh, no. No, okay. <laughs> no, no. Um, okay, so let's just say throughout my career, I have had three television show opportunities and with networks. Um, so <sighs> it's hell. I'm going to tell you that now. It is hell on earth, right? Um, and it's, it's hell because of the politics of right. television. It's not because of like, like television. It's is what you have to go through to actually be yourself. Right. Um, I was, I was kind of taught you're an entertainer. You're not a healer anymore, you know? So you, um, if you look at, mm, if you look at, dang it, 
Ooh. If you look at just certain people that's on, on TV, except Tyler. I love Tyler. Tyler is okay. Tyler Henry. Um, I love Tyler. Um, if you look at certain people that are on television, it's, it's, it's the entertainment side um, that's, that's, that's important. Personality. You know, I am blessed because I do have a big personality. This is my natural personality. But, you know, with me, it's crazy. I'm an introvert. But people think I'm an extrovert. I, mm. one, trust me, I like being by myself and just, just reading a book, right? But, um, Television is a journey, but yes, possibly one day if things can get balanced and get get right. Um, it it took me some time to get out of the depression of going down that path, honestly, right. um, to really find myself again and find my lane because I got forgot it, you know. And honestly, how I started using tarot cards are the the most I started using them like a lot was actually from television. Um, because they wanted me to kind of have a prop. So they didn't like me being able to just talk to people because it was like, oh, they're not going to believe you. They're not going to this. Oh, you're black. How? It, 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 it's, it's, it's a lot. And it goes into it. Television likes to put mostly in the past, they like to put black people in the religious box more so than the metaphysical or spiritual box. Okay. So it's more so, oh, if you was preaching, if you was this, if you was that, then okay. If you look, the only real black uh, medium or not medium but black black individuals that had a television show that was had a contract with lifetime was a prophetic show but some of them people were spiritualists and and stuff as well but they had to perpetrate you know to to be something else just so they could sell it on tv right so you know television is a business and yeah not one that you want to be married to i totally get that it it, it, it depends i mean you 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 have to have the right team and you gotta have the right people that's really gonna fight for you. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a dog eat dog business. And for what we do, um, it's a great opportunity, but luckily we have social media and we have other things now that we don't need that opportunity per se, but yeah, that's, yeah. Anything else you wanna know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. And I, I was wondering about that story. I was like, ooh, I'm like, I want to know a bit about the story. But what you're saying, it reminds me of like, because you know, John Edwards, like he had the show Crossing Over when I was a teenager. And that ended so abruptly. And he was so good. But he's a guy that like, I don't think he would ever like bend to anybody else's will. So he was just kind of like, I'm going to create my own TV show. And he put it online. I think he was one of the first people who started a TV online like evolve tv and um i remember him making comments about how they wanted him to be more entertaining he's like i got one trick guys one trick <laughs> he's like this is what i do and he's really kind of like held to his gun like that and i also know another medium who was offered a few tv shows that they passed down because they wanted them to really go against their beliefs. And it's like, what am I going to sell my, you know, integrity at? Like, what's the cost? And for a lot of people in this work, they, it, there is no cost, right? It's like, I'm not doing it. Individuals tell me they wanted my story to be, I was an alcoholic and I failed and realized I had a gift or I was on drugs. I'm like, yo, this is my life. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, this is not a game for me. You know, and for one, I like my life and I like what God is doing in my life and I'm not risking that for anything. So I don't care, <laughs> you know, um, but yes, you know, I think, I'm trying to think, was it, I think it was, was it John or was it James? Did James come? That was like, you know, James Van Prague. That was like the one I was like, oh my God, I want to be like James Van Prague. Like I remember like writing him because my grandmother had like lost, like my grandmother had 13 kids and she had lost like 
texting her kids before, whenever, right? And I wrote him. He actually wrote me back. Well, his the the television show people wrote me back. But um, yeah, nah, mediumship and television is crazy, and mostly because of the editing. I think so too. And I think like, you know, I've had this conversation with other mediums, maybe even on air, but it's like, I feel like that's been adding a lot of pressure to mediums in this work because I mean, you can slice any reading five minutes and it will look amazing. And I I get people coming in saying like, Oh, it was really good. I was surprised because it's different than it looks like on TV, right? It's much different. But I think TV um, mediums have added a lot of pressure to us just like, hustling in the background because the expectations people come with are just like so much greater now but it's also helped our industry thrive like just saying like you know squamish medium or jonathan the medium like people are like i know what that is right whereas like with reiki it's not quite mainstream and people are like well what is it and like what do i get so it's kind of like a double-edged sword a little bit with the tv but why do you like tyler henry i'm curious i i love his show i think he's fantastic and again really young so what do you love about Tyler? I love his spirit. Mm-hmm. I love his spirit. Like he, you can tell like he really wants to help people. It's like so genuine. I'm, I'm attracted to people's spirit more so than their, their gift. I really don't care about your gift. I don't, that don't do nothing for me, right? But if you like have a good spirit and you really want to be an example and you really want to help others and it's, it's, it's pure, that's what I fall in love with you know, all the time. So it's like, I love him. Um, there was another, there's another young man too. Um, actually he's black and he's done a lot of like, like Steve Harvey and a lot of different things. Reginald Lewis. And he's really good. He's a really good as well. Um, I love his spirit. He's like amazing. We actually, Facebook, we actually, we both live in Atlanta and stay in the same area. We've never met, but he actually has already done the, 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 the talk show circuit and stuff like that. Oh, so he's done that. He's young. He's younger than me. So I'm 31. I don't know how old he, how old he is, but he's younger. Um, but him, he's good. Tyler. And really, I love, I just love the way Tyler works. You know, I like it. It's just different, you know? He is very different. I love, I love watching other mediums work. I just get so fascinated, especially when you get certain information. Like it was hard for me. I seem to get a lot of people who pass with overdose and suicides. And Mm -hmm. so it's a very gentle topic. And so it's like, how do you like not re-trigger a sitter um, with the things that you're getting? And like, there is a certain amount of grace that you have to have in this work um, to express spirits information. That's not like traumatizing or triggering. And so I like studying other mediums. I'm like, how do they express suicides? Like, how do they express overdoses like it's like it's literally like studying my craft right yeah, so yeah. i love it so i'll look up reginald after too because i love seeing um other mediums work so cool so just a couple questions from the instagram audience if you don't mind um so so i, I won't give their names because i can't say half the names on here some of the screen names people pick i'm like i don't know how to say this um but somebody asked here like how do you connect with your purpose um, really just by sitting with yourself. Um, a lot of times when it comes to your purpose, it's about paying attention to the, the simple things. A lot of things that actually we consider natural are actually not natural to other people, but they're actually the things that are connected to what we're supposed to be doing in our life. But for me, I always tell people, your purpose sometimes is just to live, enjoy mm-hmm. life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think people put so much pressure on themselves. Am I doing this? Am I, I should be doing something. You on the inside, you know what you need to be doing versus what you don't need to be doing, right? Um, number one thing, if you really want to identify your purpose, drop all the toxic 
sugar honey iced tea that's around you. So you can really begin a process of hearing yourself. Also to pay attention to what you wanted to do when you were a child, because that is a big, like, 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 that's a, it's a big help for helping you figure out what it is you, you're supposed to be doing in your life today, in your adult life. I've never heard that before. That is such a cool way to look at it. I have to think back of what I wanted to do when I was a kid. That is so awesome. Okay. And then somebody asked us, I'm curious to you about your, your take on this. So what does it mean when you keep seeing numbers like 111, 222, 333, 444, 1010, 1111? Um, so what's your take on number signs? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, it's numbers. You know, honestly, what I, what I say is I tell people that's like – those are your spirits trying to get your attention mm. to let you know you're doing what you need to be doing. But you need to go again. I'm real big on sitting, meditating and doing your work. Right. So it's like if you see 1111, that's alignment. OK, if you see 555, then normally for me, that's my sign of money's coming. Pay attention to your ideas and, and stuff like that. But when I whenever someone tells me I see a lot of numbers, I'll tell them, go look at the angel numbers and they'll say, OK, I looked at them. Cool. Now, what I'm going to tell you is pay attention to the synchronicities of life. What is God trying to show you that you're not listening to? I think that's fantastic. I say similar where I'm like, I think just spirits just trying to get you to keep your eyes open, right? Like get your attention. Like we are speaking to you. You need to take off the blinders and like look around. So I love that. And, and too, I like how you say kind of go in because I don't think you can like go Google a number. It's going to be that for everybody. It's like deeply personal, much like your relationship with God. It's like the, the relationship with the numbers and the synchronicities is going to be deeply individual and personal, right? People don't want to go within now. Don't you get annoyed with that? It's like meditate on it. Yeah, people, yeah. Because, you know, people are so like used to convenience now. They're so used to, ooh, they want it to be so extra. They're looking for that hey, this is God, hey, or they look for a spirit to jump in us and just start telling them everything. They don't understand the subtleness of the work that we do, but also the subtleness of God. You know, the only thing that's loud is their ego. That's it. Your ego is super loud. Hey, do this. No, no, don't. No, sit. Yes, I get that a lot. I get a lot of people messaging me like, I saw like five hawks today. What does it mean? And yeah. I have to say to them, well, you know, what does a hawk mean to you? Yeah. Right? Like, what do you think of when you think of a hawk? What traits do you resonate with? And that's what it means to you, right? Because yes. I'm First Nations. I'm like, I don't have the animal index <laughs> in, my, in my brain. <laughs> and I'm scared of most animals. So I'm like... <laughs> But yeah, people don't like that. They don't like the, like, I don't know, ask your spirit, right? Like we're all spirit. I'm a spirit, your spirit, spirit, spirit. It's like, we're all, we all have that internal wisdom that we can tune into, but people don't like looking in. They, they like being told the what's what, think, right? You know, honestly, I think that a lot of people just are scared. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people are so like passive and aggressive now. And a lot of people are afraid of saying the wrong thing and doing the wrong thing, you know? So it's like in this world now, we're living a life of, of perfection, you know, versus like excellence. And that's something that I had to do a lot of work on as in regards to myself is that I had to stop looking for perfection and everything and find the excellence in it. And just say to myself, you know what? You did the best that you, you could do. So be, be chill with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like don't put too much pressure on you. Um, but I think like a lot of times, like when people say I have problems with meditation, I'm thinking too many thoughts It's normally because you don't want to hear the truth. You right. know, there's something that you're trying to hide from yourself. So I always ask people, there's one question I, I say, what is it that you're hearing that you don't want to hear? Right. I, I think that is brilliant too. That would catch me off guard. If I was in a coaching session with you, I'm like, Hmm, you're going to make me think about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, man, yeah, that's what I do. I, I love it. I love asking powerful questions that make people be like, what? Because that's when you are really able to start, like, again, transforming. That's when you're able to start changing stuff. You know, um, because honestly, it got to a point in, in my reading career that I got so discouraged because, yeah, everybody's coming to me. Yeah, probably at 24, 25, whenever. It's like everybody's coming to me. Yeah, I make all this money. Yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm like, damn, ain't nobody really growing. You know, yeah. it's like they're just pacifying their hurt. They're pacifying their pain. They're pacifying whatever, you know. And I really want to help people grow because, yeah, I'm, I'm living a great life, but it ain't fulfilling. And that's when my shift really started because I didn't want to just be paid. I wanted to be fulfilled. You know, I wanted to feel good about what I was doing. But what I've learned is that people just are scared. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Everything you're saying, I'm like, I'm getting so much out of this. Okay. Um, what's Spirit's favorite way to try to get your attention? Mm, probably through food. <laughs> no, <laughs> not the food. I don't, you know, it's, I think because I work with spirits so much throughout the day, it's like, mm, um, for me, when it comes to like spirit getting my attention, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. It's just like a daily walk. It's not really, it's not really a, they're trying to get my attention. Most of the time, I don't really want to hear them. Like when it comes to my personal life, I'm like, okay, hey, when I pray, that's when y'all can come and talk to me. When I don't pray, leave me the hell alone. That's how, that's that's our agreement, right? Um, but if I if they really need to get my attention and I'm not paying attention, my head will start hurting, or I'll, or I'll get dizzy. Oh, good. Okay. That's interesting. So the final question, which kind of plays along with this is, so how do you learn to differentiate your voice from like spirit's voice? Like that. Um, so what I always teach and what I tell people is that, okay, intuition, intuition is something that's so natural um, to individuals, right? Um, that's just the, that's just the natural thing. It's a, I, I intuitively feel this, I'm feeling something, but I can't necessarily explain it. Um, what I teach or what I work with people on is now discernment. How do we discern between what's real and what's not? Okay, so it really comes from experience more so than anything else. It comes from trial and error. So um, I just kind of played with it, you know, at a young age, you know, I would be like, okay, where's the parking spot gonna be? I would try to envision it. I'd be like, okay, what elevator is gonna open up? I would try to envision it. Okay, what is this person gonna be, you know, wearing? Or what is this person gonna say? Or who's gonna call me today? And I would just play around with different things. So honestly, it's, it's experience. But it, for me now, it's a different feeling. So if I'm thinking to myself, I can hear my own voice, but if I start hearing a different type of voice in my head, then I automatically know, Mm, it's probably not what I think. But I, my grandmother always taught me, try the spirit by the spirit, the service of God. So with me, I don't do anything without the proper evidence. Like if a spirit wants to talk to me, or it ha there has to be a purpose. If there's no purpose, I don't want to talk, you know? Um, so for me, it's like, again, sitting with yourself, um, learning yourself, um, developing yourself, um, and not playing small. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth. Well, I'm telling you the truth, but I'm going to have to tell you what I really think, right? We have to leave all of that spiritual positivity BS behind. 
so we really can get in touch with how we feel and what we're thinking and, and stuff like that. Because when you really start to find your own lane and you really start to connect with yourself, you will be, you will be able to tell the difference between your voice, your feelings, and other people's feelings. A lot of times when people talk about being an empath or being empathic and, oh, I'm, I'm experiencing all of this stuff, I'm like, well, what type of unhealed traumas do you have in you to the point or to the degree that you can't control your own emotions or what you're feeling? You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, like, we can't distinguish between what is ours and what is, like, someone else's or a spirit's because we don't want to hear us. We don't want to deal with our own stuff. And what I've noticed is that there are a lot of people that involve themselves in spirituality and in this type of work that really are just trying to escape their own reality. And so they get so stuck in other things versus their own. So normally when my people ask me that, I tell them deal with your stuff first. You know, so like before I do anything, like I don't, me, I'm real big on teaching people, again, themselves, right? And if they have a gift, if they have something, because I have some people that are in my group that are phenomenal mediums, way better than me. They are amazing. Like, I'd be like, wow. But I always tell them, okay, cool. I know what to do with that, but no, we need to go to the basics. Who are you? Answer that for me first. And when you can answer that, then I'll start showing you some other things. And then I'll bring you on so we can start working together. And I'm going to catch you. You catch me. And that's how we're going to do it. But that's what I think. That is the best advice you can give on that, right? If you know what you sound like when you talk to yourself and like how you feel with the internal conflict and however you've healed that, if you have, you should be able to discern something foreign to that. I love that. I think that's beautiful. Well, this has been one of my favorite podcast conversations yet. I so appreciate you coming on to Spirit School. And can you leave us with like how people can keep in touch with you, anything that you have to offer the world right now that you want to promote? Like just give us how we can keep in touch with you. Yes, just go to my uh, Instagram, www. At oh, just cut out the sound one second. No, it's okay. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so it's Jonathan the Medium. You can find me there. And my website is www.jonathanlharris.com. But and you have a YouTube too, don't you? Are you still active on there? Um, I will be now that you just said something. <laughs> <laughs> i just got on youtube like last month but i noticed in your profile i was like oh he has a youtube as well <laughs> yes I, I need to honestly i so much stuff is, is going on right now i really gotta get my schedule back together so i actually can just you know catch up to me <laughs> but yeah. um but yes i do so it's jonathan harris tv that's my youtube channel awesome which we'll see a lot more of you on there now <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So we're going to be accountability partners for that. Okay. Okay. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jonathan. This was such a pleasure. Thank you. This was